when I first came across somebody who was tapping, I thought, how in the world is tapping on my face going to do anything to help me with my problems? Like, that just doesn't make any kind of sense. It's dumb. <laughs> but the research is there. I'm so excited to introduce this because I know how much it's changed my life. Welcome to Evolve Leadership, the arena where high achieving leaders are challenged to redefine their limits. My name is Angus Nelson. I grew up in the United States and I now live in Lisbon, Portugal. I'm an executive coach and I've spent my career advising and training leaders from startups to Fortune 500 companies. And here's what I've learned. An old, ineffective leadership framework will always keep you on a hamster wheel, consumed with work-life balance, burnout, and stress. Here on the show, each week we'll help you rethink the path to achievement. We'll help you discover new principles, new philosophies to the modern leader. Look, the world is relentlessly changing, demanding a new era of leaders. It's time to redefine your limits. So enter the arena, my friend. It's time to evolve. Welcome back to the Evolve Leadership Show. I am Angus Nelson. I am the captain of this good ship, Lollipop. And I'm here with Tim <laughs> McClagan, our senior coach. Tim, how are you today? Yes, I am doing great. It is a little rainy here in Kailua, Hawaii, but uh, I'm, I'm in paradise, so I, I should shut up but, uh, instead of <laughs> complaining about the rainy weather here. <laughs> right? And yeah. uh, you get in a good fair share of sunshine, so it's okay. We do. It's okay. I get we it. do. Yeah. But no today, complaints. we yeah. get to talk with uh, a new member of our team who brings in a sense of wellness and health and perspective that uh, so many of our members uh, need, right? Every day, we're talking with uh, members who are dealing with stress, anxiety, pressure, noise. And today we get a treat uh, that not only is this a member of our team, but also is a relation of yours. Yes. My wife of 21 years uh, tomorrow is, uh, yeah, man, it's been crazy. Um, Sandra McClagan, she has been a nurse for over 20 years, has been really working in the space of wellness, specifically over the last 10 years. She is a EFT tapping practitioner. And we'll get into what that is about. It works with meditation as a meditation business, but really as a stress management specialist. And we invited her in with a group of our members to talk about um, how to lower stress levels and specifically how that affects decision making. A lot of times when we think of decision making, we don't think of stress, but many times we know when we're stressed, we don't always make the best decisions, do we? Oh. In fact, that's that level of stress, it, it increases cortisol levels in our brain. It makes all of our stuff in fight and flight. You know, our brain goes to fight and flight and it narrows in our vision or capacity. And therefore, we can't be objective and we can't see options and opportunity. So for me, I know meditation was a big piece. Uh, EFT practices uh, were a big, big piece. And I talk about that in this interview. And what I loved was that. As we record this, you're going to hear she's actually presenting to a number of our members on this recording. And the guys walked away with, you know, hey, what's the app I need to download this? Or how do I do this 
you know, piece over here and they found it so valuable. And I believe that you as the listener, if you're not familiar with these practices or you think they're weird or you think that they're woo, so did I. I I'm just as guilty. And now I'm a believer. So Tim, so thankful that not only uh, is she your wife, but she's my sister-in-law and uh, we have a, a great relationship together. And if you haven't heard our family uh, uh, episode that we did, what I don't know, a couple months ago, I don't remember what episode number it is, but you're going to want to listen to that as well. So you get to hear both sides of how we all interact as family, but then also you're going to hear the genius uh, that yeah. she gets to deliver. Yeah. So for those of you who are dealing with any kind of level of stress in your business, in your family, this is an episode for you, especially if you are a skeptic like me. This is a great way, a science-based way to lower those stress levels to make better decisions. Let's jump into our discussion that Sandra had with our Evolve members here right now. Sandra, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me here. Glad to be here. <laughs> Angus, I wanted to turn it over to you for a second to sort of set this up because many times we hit these moments where stress can feel overwhelming. It can feel crushing. And when we're when we get in this intense feeling, we don't know how to get out of it. T tell us about your experience and what you've done walking through stress management over this last, especially even the last few months with kind of the economy and everything like that. Sure. Um, and I just got off a call not but minutes ago and we we're talking about, you know, a shift, you know, from where we can be when we either get bad news, things don't go our way, you know, something happens and goes sideways, how crazy it is that our instant reaction is scarcity. On some level, our human nature will tend to go to victimhood. And for me, a big piece of my life uh, was having some business failure uh, back when on my very first business. So anytime I have challenges in my business, my emotional response will go to that season like, whoop, like it's, it's burn it to the ground. And in that, I have to like check myself because right now I can't see clearly. All I see is right here. And this is a narrow scope and it's not objective and it's not possibility. In fact, it's impossibility. And so to change that state, I was introduced to EFT, which you guys are going to learn about today. Two pieces, actually. Meditation was one thing that um, I've talked about often. Meditation has changed my life and EFT has changed my life. I'm so excited to introduce this to you because I know how much it's changed my life. And with that, I'll turn things back over to you guys. Yeah. So, Sandra, I'm really excited. And, and I want to take uh, two tools and focus on today that Angus mentioned. One is meditation. One is EFT tapping. And we'll break, like, what the heck is that? We'll, we'll get into that. I think most of us have heard of meditation. But can you kind of define it for us? And how does it help the high achiever who is in a stressful role? Um, how, does, how does meditation help? So, meditation... Everybody knows in general about meditation. There's when you look it up, you'll find all different kinds. Um, for me, in the simplest terms, to define meditation, it's a moment of pause, because our life is consistently moving in fast forward. We do mm -hmm. not often naturally uh, go slow or take these moments of pause. 
but meditation is just a moment to pause. It's a moment to reconnect to our breath, which is not just a woo-woo thing, but it's connecting yeah. to our breath in terms of breath work that can do exactly what Angus was saying, was to begin to activate that parasympathetic nervous system that brings those stress hormones down and that can actually allow you to find that clarity that Angus was talking about. Um, so it's a moment of pause to reconnect to your breath and also to take a moment to notice how you feel. Um, notice what are the thoughts that are going on in my mind? What are What is the emotion that I'm feeling right now? Uh, because if you don't ever notice it, that's the true starting line. If you don't take mm. the moment to notice it, then it inevitably is affecting your decision making without, you know, subconsciously. And so without taking the time to notice, uh, these things are really fears, past failures, uh, thoughts and emotions are actually making the decision for you um, as opposed to you actually noticing them and kind of being an observer for those. But when you notice those emotions, you also have to notice them without judgment. And a lot of times people have heard of mindfulness and that is a big part is noticing thoughts from a place of non-judgment. And so what does that mean? Basically, what that means is not adding on other layers. So what Angus was talking about, you know, immediately something happens and immediately he go, you know, maybe he went into, oh, this is familiar. This is real familiar mm. back when, you know, the business failed a couple years ago. This feels real familiar. And all of a sudden it's like emotion, cortisol, adrenaline, survival, tunnel, vision, thinking. Um, and so on top of that, he could then go, what a failure I am. You know what? I'm just, I can't believe I'm having these emotions again. I can't believe I thought I dealt with this, you know, a couple years ago. Why, why am I doing this? So there's all these harsh criticism that comes in on top of the emo just the basic emotion or thoughts you're having. And so when you can remove these extra layers of judgment that you're having and simply just notice the thoughts and the emotions that are there without judging and consciously removing judgment, then you can actually deal with the actual emotion. But when we mm -hmm. bury it in layers and layers of judgment, I mean, we're not even going to be able to get to the real thoughts or be able to have, you know, process thoughts, process emotion. So it's a moment to pause, reconnect to your breath, notice how you're feeling or what you're thinking without judgment. Wow. I love that because um, I went through, a, 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 I called it a stress attack a year and a half ago. And I remember what was hardest about it wasn't actually the, the thing I was facing. It was all of the inner critic. Anybody else have an inner critic? that uh, just And the inner critic was saying, you're so weak. I can't believe you're feeling. And that probably had more, it just compounded the stress, right? It compounded the, so you're saying meditation gives you this pause to be able to take a step back and then actually focus on the real thing that's going on instead of all of the, all of the feels that we're, we're feeling. Am I right? Yeah, definitely. That? It's a moment to, and especially the connecting to the breath is really important because scientifically the research is there that shows when we are manipulating our breath in a certain way, we're activating that parasympathetic nervous system. That is the entry point into being able to have clarity 
and we'll talk about with EFT, which is the next level of connecting to your your higher brain, your prefrontal cortex, the place of clarity, problem solving, and all of that. So it's the meditation for me is the entry point into that. Nobody teaches you this. Like your body is wired to fix itself. It's wired to control its own emotion. It's wired to do these things. We just need these tools to implement and the consciousness to know when to do it when we need it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So Sandra, let's get into EFT and then we can break these down a little bit more. What is EFT tapping? Because if somebody were to just look at it, it feels like somebody's like, it, it can look a little funny and it can be a little like, that is way too woo for me. But it's what are you doing to yourself? Yes. Right? It's incredibly scientific. So break that down for what, what is EFT? What does that stand for? And, and what is, actually is taking place? When I first came across somebody who was tapping, I thought, how in the world is tapping on my face going to do anything to help me with my problems? Like, that just doesn't make any kind of sense. It's dumb. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know what that is. It doesn't, it doesn't even make any sense. But the research is there. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. And it's a, actually a collection of tools that you can use to its uh, reduce stress. And like I said, reconnect to your higher brain thinking. Angus alluded to this idea of when you're in fight or flight, you go tunnel vision because running away from the dinosaur, you didn't have time to problem solve. You just had to run, you had to get out of there. And so literally your vision even is like tunnel vision and you just go and you, you run or you freeze. And what you do, what tapping is, tapping on these acupressure points. In general, if you think about when a person gets scared or when a person gets surprised, we have these places that we touch on our bodies instinctually. Oh my gosh, you know, and we kind of go, we touch our chest or if we're feeling stressed, we might rub our chest. When we have a headache, we might go up to our temples and kind of like rub right here when we're stressed. You know, we're rubbing. Uh, Tim tells me all the time, he's like, what's the matter when I'm rubbing right here? That's so, hereditary. Sammy does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So instinctually, we have these places that we go in our body um, to soothe ourselves and to calm ourselves. We don't even know we're doing that. Those are acupressure points. Um, and these acupressure points, when you activate them by either tapping or just rubbing on those points, actually begin to uh, activate deactivate your stress response, bring you out of fight or flight, lower your blood pressure, lower your adrenaline, lower your cortisol levels, slow down your heart rate, and it begins to activate that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest system. And what that does, um, if my hand was a brain, um, and you think of this as your brainstem, when you are in survival mode, you're operating from your reptilian brain, complete survival. And if you think about the phrase, God, I flip my lid, you know, I just, if you think about this, this is your prefrontal cortex right here, where you are, this is your highest thinking, where you can problem solve, where you have perspective, where you are able to communicate clearly and, and have clarity of thought to make decisions. But when you are in fight or flight, your, your brain becomes disconnected, almost quite literally, 
where your prefrontal cortex is no longer online. You are not making decisions based on your prefrontal cortex, your highest thinking. You're making decisions based on your brainstem and your limp, specifically your limbic system. Um, what Angus said, how almost instinctually you go back to the memory of the failure from the past. Um, that's for a reason. And I want to honor that reason for a second. And it's because your brain was designed to keep you safe. Your amygdala and your limbic system here was designed to say, hey, that uh, this sounds familiar and you weren't in a good spot then. And I really want to keep you safe. So I'm alerting you to the fact that there's another danger on the horizon and you better prepare for this. So it's not that our body is evilly trying to remind us of the past. It's that it's trying to keep us safe. Um, but when we start to tap, what we do is we re-engage that prefrontal cortex and we are able then to access that higher brain again, because when we're feeling stressed, we begin to calm and we again, access the the prefrontal cortex comes online again and we're actually able to access it neurologically um, so that we can begin to have clarity of thought and and you know when i'm talking about for you guys making those big decisions from a place of clarity and not stress fear and past memories of failure this becomes highly important in your business uh, when you're facing those decisions yeah, because especially when we get in high stress moments, whether it's in a relationship fight, whether it's in a big decision or of stress, we can make the great decisions, right? We, we, we make amazing decisions. When we're in the middle of a fight with our spouse or we can make amazing decisions when we're at a heated board meeting or whatever, right? Uh, I'm kidding, obviously, right? But when we can get out of that, you're saying when we can get out of that fight or flight, we can get out of the, the adrenaline rushing through our body and we can actually get to that place of higher thinking well then we can actually see the problem for what it is is that is that what you're saying absolutely you're literally not able to make a clarify like a, a high thinking decision when you are in fight or flight that's just not the way physiologically your body is made when you are in that fight or flight and of course again that was that's that's really good stress is good you know in actual situations where you need to be in survival the problem is most of us especially as business owners uh live at that chronic stress level where things should not we should not be operating in fight or flight all the time and yet we are because we stay there because of these things mm -hmm. that stress us out and we don't really have the right tools or we're not using them to actually manage our stress and we're missing out on a lot of clear decision making and for our yeah. business and our relationships i'm excited to have you kind of lead us through here in a moment um i don't know about you i am naturally skeptical about anything and sandra could attest to this anything that smacks of woo i am just i mean if it if it seems a little woo i am just immediately don't believe it. I'm like, you got to prove to me. And, and it, it took a minute, didn't it, Sandra, for me, but what, what, what really changed me was the science behind it and, and being able to see these massive clinical studies with proof. And, and Sandra, you have some resources that you're going to give to us that we can send out for more reading for in-depth. Is that right? I do. I sent a couple links that you can add or, you know, give out when you want, but there is actually gold standard research behind this. So there's randomized control trials. 
Um, this is something that uh, the VA, the Veterans Administration, is using for veterans struggling with PTSD. Um, the studies are there that show how this decreases uh, stress and actually not only that, but changes our brain waves, functional MRIs that show the before and after of tapping where there's activation um, in your brain about something showing that stress about something and activation and then after tapping that it's not there. And this is on a functional MRI. And this is, it's not just, I mean, we're talking here about business, but this is about, uh, like somebody mentioned in the chat, parenting. This is about food cravings. It's actually, there's been a lot of research with weight loss and food craving. There's been a lot of research with um, testing. I've had a lot of my clients already tell me um, this has helped them. <laughs> Um, this has helped them pass. There's one lawyer who helped him pass the board exam, uh, his, uh, the bar, uh, a nurse yeah. practitioner. It helped her pass her board exam. So it's in schooling and business, all, all kinds of, all kinds of things. So like with food craving, what it does is it helps you get out of, if food craving is a coping mechanism, it helps us get out of the fight or flight and get us in to be able to see, okay, what's the problem I'm dealing with? Um, and, or, and other things like that. Yeah, and the point is not to let's say you're having a food craving about something. The point is to net not. The point is not to never eat that food again. The point is that tapping can bring you into the place where you are in choice. You have the mm -hmm. ability to where before when you're usually operating in a craving or any kind of addiction, you are consuming that thing and you're not in choice. You are just ravenously basically doing something of a food craving or an addiction like an and impulse. What, what's that an impulse like an impulse mm -hmm. yeah and so what tapping does is it actually activates that parasympathetic nervous system so that you can actually be in choice if i want to eat this or if i want to do this can i i can do it in moderation and i'm in choice about that now mm -hmm. yeah so what I want to do, Sandra, is have you lead us. What I want to ask you to do is to suspend disbelief. So if you're like me and you're naturally skeptical, please use any clout that Angus and I have in seeing it happen in our lives. Um, and just try this because what, what we want for you is to lower your stress. If one of these meditation, breath work, EFT, uh, whether it's EFT, you know, on an app or EFT working with a EFT clinician like Sandra, the we want to see you be able to lower those stress levels and especially in those crucial decision making uh, seasons in life to be able to have that tool at the ready. So, Sandra, can you lead us through just maybe 10 minutes or so of some meditation and tapping? Yeah, absolutely. And I do know that you guys, if it can work for Tim, I do, he is my biggest skeptic. If I can convince him of something, I can convince anybody. Um, and when I was first working with him in just meditation, he, I would tell him to breathe and he'd be like, why? Why do I need to breathe that way? So and I was true. like, uh, you need to breathe so because that's how you stay alive. Like, he was like, <laughs> show me the research. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> you know, so I do. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to have him because, oh uh, yeah, what a schmuck. <laughs> I'm glad to have him because he really is this voice of skepticism. I know, okay, if once I can, can you know, I can show him if he's on board, then I know 
anybody can be on board. So can you also uh, just give a quick tutorial on where the tapping is so that we don't have to watch you? Yeah, absolutely. So when we get to tapping, we're going to start off with the side of our hand. Um, some people call this the karate chop point, just basically the side of the hand. And when you're tapping, it's just a light tapping. You don't have to bang on that or anything. It's just a light tapping. It's just a stimulation of this point. And we'll do a couple, you know, setup phrases here and you'll just repeat after me so you don't have to worry about memorizing anything or thinking about anything. Um, and then once we move there, we'll move to the top of the head, right at the crown. And then we'll move to the eyebrow point, which is right at the beginning of your eyebrow. And I usually use three or four fingers just to kind of do both of them at the same time. Uh, some people tap with two hands on either side of the body, that's okay. Or you can do one hand. You can tap now, move on this, the side of the eye. Again, one hand, two hands, doesn't matter. Under the eye. under the nose, under the lip or on the chin, under the collarbone. So if you feel your collarbone and just go directly under it, tapping on that under collarbone point or the chest point. And then under your arm where you, sorry, my hair is wet. <laughs> under your arm where you're, you know, like if uh, right on your ribs underneath your armpit. So those are the points that consists of a round of tapping. And then we'll usually take a pause there, take a notice, and then go into another round from there. All right, take cool. us in. Let me just pause for a second to say this. There is one trait that you will find in every successful leader, no matter their industry, no matter their role. And that trait is action. And we want to inspire ambitious leaders like you to bet on yourself and take action on those audacious goals that you see in your heart. That's why we created our 90-day accelerator. It's a results-driven, battle-tested framework designed specifically for high-performing leaders like you to get unstuck and propel you towards your goals. And in just 90 days, you won't even recognize the person you used to be. To be a part of this elite community, go to evolveleadership.org. Now, back to the show. Let's go. All right. So we'll first start off just very simply. Getting comfortable. Taking just some natural breaths, nothing nothing counted at this point and simply giving yourself compassionately the space to pause. You ask a lot of your body, a lot of your mind on a regular basis. You also deserve to have this moment to actually pause and simply be here in this moment. So feeling the seat underneath you, feeling your feet 
on the floor. Begin to take some comfortable breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. and out through your mouth. Just continue to breathe on your own like that. Just letting go of any expectation of what this moment should be, has to be. You are simply here, enjoying a moment of pause to reconnect to your breath, support your body in a way that does support what you ask it to do on a daily basis in your business and in your life. Feel your shoulders drop away from your ears. Maybe feel your hands begin to relax. Maybe they were, maybe you notice you were holding them in fists. relaxed body feels loose, feels limp, feels heavy. You don't have to hold up any one part of your body. I'm going to go into breathing in a pattern which I'll count for you. This is a kind of breath work that does activate that rest response, slows your heart rate, and particularly that means elongating your exhale. So when you're ready, we're going to take a breath in through our nose and then out through your mouth, and we're going to breathe in for four counts. We're going to breathe out for eight counts. So we'll take a breath for nothing and exhale. And on your next inhale, inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Exhale through your mouth, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale through your nose, one, two, three, four. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, Again, inhale through your nose, one, two, three, four, exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And you can continue this kind of breathing on your own. Really just don't, not getting hung up on the numbers, just elongating your exhale as much as you can slowing that heart rate. 
and staying in this place of breath and just being, I want you to think of either something that stressed you out this week that you still have some intense feelings about or something maybe that's in the future that might something that maybe you have to do today that's causing you stress or you know you're kind of anxious about something in the future and when we do clinical EFT we take a measurement around during the rounds that we do and what we do is the intensity we measure the intensity of that feeling it's not good or bad it's just how intense is it zero is zero no intensity at all 10 is the most intense an emotion or thought can feel and so i want you to pick something in your life that's around a four or a five nothing super high i don't want you to pick something that's stressing you out to the max uh, because that's what i like to work with people one-on-one with there's lots of ways i like to be able to keep you emotionally safe when you're dealing with something that's really hot like that really intense so pick something around a four or five maybe it's something that happened maybe it's a an argument you got in or maybe it's a just something that irritated you kind of an irritation or a frustration i want you to think about that thing kind of tune in to and notice like we talked about what emotion comes up for you now when you think about that thing either what happened in the past or that thing coming up in the future not how you felt about it then when it happened but how you still feel about it now maybe you feel frustrated maybe you feel stressed tune in to just a word of the emotion that you're feeling about that event. Where does it land in your body? Where do you feel that stress? Where do you feel that frustration? Where do you feel that irritation? Sometimes maybe you feel it in your chest. You feel it in your throat. Maybe you almost can feel or imagine your face flushing. So just kind of notice where you feel it. Again, no judgment, not why do I feel that, not can't believe I feel that, but just notice where you feel it. And how intense is it? What number would you give it? Three, four, five? And now we're gonna tap on the side of the hand. you're going to repeat after me either silently in your head or out loud if your mic is muted just say even though I'm feeling this emotion right now and fill in this emotion with the actual emotion you're feeling so example even though I'm feeling this stress right now even though I'm feeling this stress and I feel it in my chest or fill in where you feel it I feel it in my body I accept that I'm feeling this way right now. Tapping on the side of the hand, even though I feel this feeling. Fill it in again with your specific word. And I feel it in my body. Fill it in where you feel it. I accept that I'm feeling this way right now. 
one last time, even though I feel this feeling and I feel it in my body. I accept that I'm feeling this way and I accept myself even if I'm feeling this way. Continue tapping. Sometimes it can be hard to say I accept myself or I accept that I'm feeling this way. So if you're struggling to say that, say you can even say, even though it's hard to accept that I feel this way, I accept that it's hard for me. Now we're gonna tap on the top of the head and just say that feeling, this feeling. So you would say this stress, this frustration, this irritation on the eyebrow that I feel in my body. On the side of the eye. This feeling. Under the eye. That I feel in my body. Under the nose. Not trying to change it. chin, simply noticing it, on the chest, this feeling, under the arm, when I think about what happened the other day, or when I think about what's coming up, whether it's a past or a future thing for you top of the head, it makes me feel this feeling on the eyebrow. Say what event you're thinking of when I got into that fight or when she said this or when he did that. Side of the eye, it makes me feel this feeling. under the eye and I feel it in my body under the nose and I'm just noticing it on the chin this feeling on the chest in my body the arm, this feeling in my body. And I want you to rest, let your arms fall to the side and take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose. your mouth you might feel a little tired you might have yawned a little bit through that you might feel just kind of oh, kind of like loose and sleepy and that all is really good that is what Angus was talking about is that shift in state 
I want you to notice now that feeling that you felt about either the event that happened or the thing that's coming up. Notice if that's changed at all, if it's shifted maybe to another feeling. Maybe frustration has shifted to sadness, or maybe frustration has felt, you know, shifted to another kind of emotion. And also notice the intensity of that. You gave it a number from zero to 10 before you started. Notice if that intensity of that feeling has come down at all. to just take another deep breath and when you feel comfortable you can kind of come back into your seat kind of feeling like where you are and the being aware of the room and open your eyes whenever you feel ready normally if we were working together or you know, I want to honor your time today, but we would definitely do more rounds because for sure, you know, it doesn't just go away in the first round. You should be feeling physically some relaxation right now, some kind of shift, hopefully downwards in that number of intensity. Um, but we would continue if we were working together, if you were doing, if you were continuing to work on this, you would say, okay, now, you know, I am feeling that a lot of times what happens is the emotion begins to shift and that fresh, what started off as anger is now frustration. And so we would tap on around through frustration. And then what often happens is kind of some of the, the underlying feelings come out. Like, actually, I was angry, but I'm actually disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Really what that triggers is a disappointment. So then we would tap on disappointment and we would go through round after round. And the beautiful thing about tapping and why I love that is it really gently peels back layer by layer what you're feeling to truly um, get to the heart of where you actually need healing and where not only healing, but your where your memories actually need processing of your emotions. You will never quite move past those past failures or those past memories that you have not allowed to process through your body um, because they will always, your limbic system, remember, will always try to keep you safe and remind you of that thing in order to keep you safe. So the only way to truly move past that is to begin to tell your limbic system, I'm going to allow that emotion to process through me so that no longer Will that memory hold that intensity for me anymore um, or that emotional intensity? And you won't be brought back um, to that spot of failure. You can actually clear that so that that's not something that instinctually comes up anymore because you can actually process that through. And that's what, yeah. you know, yeah. So anyway, that's just kind of a picture of how we would continue to move forward if we were uh, working together or you were you were doing tapping on your own. Yeah. I, I want to jump in real quick, Tim, because uh, I think the biggest piece for me uh, when I learned this stuff, and I kind of emotional about this too, I'm so happy you guys are experiencing this because uh, self-compassion is not something we're really good at. You know, forgiving ourselves, giving ourselves grace, being 
in the moment of what we're actually feeling. Because like Sandra said, we want to be angry. We want to be justified. We want to be whatever, or we want, and then when you really break it down, you're like, I, I just feel like I got rejected. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling rejection right now. And you get to the roots and the core of where things come from. And suddenly you can start healing and start forgiving and start giving yourself self-compassion so you can operate from a place of power instead of from a place of scarcity. I love that. Love that, Angus. Sandra, the, the, the goal of EFT is to provide a safe way to process difficult things. There's a lot of what we call gentle techniques so that you're not immediately brought to an emotional flooding moment. That That's not ever the goal is to just, it's not exposure therapy where you just got to think about the first and the worst. You know, it is just very much like it's it's very gentle and it, it does. That's the reason why it works is because we kind of go in the back door of our limbic system where normally we completely stress out and we shut down, we're not able to process these things by tapping and doing it in conjunction with tapping. It's like a, it's like people have called it emotional acupuncture. Um, mm -hmm. It is the thing that allows you to actually get to the deeper thing uh, because we're supporting our body with tapping. Mm -hmm. um, Angus, let me turn it over to you for a final thought. So first of all, thanks, Sandra. So awesome to be able to introduce you to the to the group. What I hope you've been able to understand is that everything you're looking for is already inside you, everything. And we spend so much time trying to grasp and to strive and to attain things outside of ourselves when what we're looking for, what we need in these moments, in our success, in our marriages, in our kids, like the things that we're tackling, start with us and getting that emotional stability getting that state where you can operate from your fullness from your optimized self requires that level of intention where you show up from your power your inner badass show in from your power of your conscious self show in from your power of your ability for self-regulation and now you're one of the most powerful people in the room and this stuff is already inside of us. And we're just giving you guys tools, giving you guys leverage just to understand and have insight that what you need to get to where you want to go is something that you already possess. And the more we do this work, the more capacity, the more capability, and the more influence we'll have on those around us. As we wrap up another episode of Evolve Leadership, thank you so much for taking time to invest in you. If there's to be any sustainable growth in your company or even in your relationships, you must grow first. And it's what I love to do for leaders, to help them grow, to challenge their thinking, sharpen self-awareness, to instill an unshakable confidence, and ultimately upgrade their sense of self. And we do this through our proprietary method called Agile EQ Plus where we're leveraging agile leadership and emotional intelligence. We provide our signature training for individuals and for businesses, we've designed a unique curriculum for company-wide learning and development. If you'd like to learn more about our training or to schedule a call, you can simply go to evolveleadership.org. And until next time, 
Stay driven, keep climbing, and never stop evolving.